Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ultra Hope Girls of Danganronpa podcast. We are your hosts, Maddie, Marin, and Caroline, and today we are going to be covering Chapter 5, Part 2, so essentially the case of Chapter 5, and uh, and then in the second half of this episode, we are going to be talking about Chapter 5 through the lens of spoilers. So, just so you know, the first half of this episode will spoil Chapter 5, V3. And the second half of this episode will spoil the entirety of the Danganronpa series. And wow, is this one a doozy. So let's get started. I'm Maddie. I'm Marin. And I'm Caroline. And we are the Ultra Hope Girls. One. Two. Welcome to the Danganronpa podcast. You're on the threshold of an amazing episode. Showtime. Okay. The Ultra Hulk Girls. Girls. Oh my god. Yes. When I I there was one summer I was the technical director for a theater camp. It, which if that's a movie you haven't seen, listener, you need to see that movie. It's pretty excellent. Um, but uh we used to call the bird girls, because that's a character in Susical, the musical that was a musical we were doing, the bird girls. And that was the name of our, our chat. Our like counselor group chat. It was the bird girls. So anyway, that is fantastic. Yeah, it's we're tough. we're pretty genius. Mm. I once was in a theater camp, and uh, there were many dance classes in it. And in my, um, it was in my jazz class. We did a dance to a song in Susical the Musical. Was it um, called Amazing was... Maisie? And it was. Oh it yeah, was. yeah. That one does feature the bird girls. So. Mm, perfect <laughs> we're girls so anyway case five <laughs> yeah case five. Oh, should we talk so, about Darn i guess we should like maybe talk about it i'm a little mm. nervous to talk about it because it's, there's so much to cover but it yeah this is an insane case yeah it is my first note is that i okay i, I can't remember how long it took me to start changing my mind but from I from the start of the investigation and through till like a good way through the trial, I was a hundred percent convinced that it was Kaito who died because Shuichi was so like adamant in his internal monologue over and over again, being like, "I just can't believe Kaito's dead. Like, I can't believe this. It's not possible. Like, there's got to be another explanation, whatever." Like, and you know, obviously, that's someone someone who is in denial of something like that happening might think like that for sure, but in fiction especially in Danganronpa that is typically like a nudge nudge like hint hint wink wink this isn't actually what it looks like you know what I mean and that to me felt like at this point we're on chapter five of a third game that like hint hint wink wink thing felt so obvious and a little overused to the point where I was like I think they're gonna try and throw us off with this one like I think she's wrong I think he's 100% wrong, and I think this time Kaito is completely dead, and Shuichi's going to find out that his gut instinct was not correct, and, you know, but right. I, I didn't I didn't want Kaito to be dead. I mean, you guys know how much I love him. I was heartbroken this chapter, but I, I did not want him to be dead, but I really, in a way, was kind of hoping that this chapter would buck that trend of, like, mm. giving it away by just having the protagonist be, like, in denial of something, be like, no, there's more to this. But alas, it was still, yeah. that was the case. So I was kind of like, 
yeah I don't know that that bugged me a little bit but I didn't want Kaita to be dead I was just like come on you you, you can't be giving it to us that <laughs> obviously being like oh actually like Kaito might not be dead after all like it's just, right I know but the like, thing is is when I think of this chapter that isn't the plot twist for me the plot twist is the fact that Monokuma doesn't know who the black and where the victim right. is that is the plot twist and so it's it doesn't bother me that much because it's sort of like we think this is going to be that sort like I had the same thought I was like okay they're going to be like oh it's actually Kaito and they're all along but no actually <laughs> the thing that sh- is most shocking is the fact that there is now a case that Monokuma doesn't even know the answer to like the game is right. broken you know in a way <laughs> um yeah, yeah. he, he just... literally joins our team like right that's insane because he can't yeah. figure it out he doesn't know yeah. right so it is yeah I hear what you're saying though and there's so this is like one of the few cases where I went into it really not knowing what to expect on the outside you know what I mean like I feel like almost every other case I've had like a pretty good idea of like at least the intention slash like where it was gonna go you know I've had sort of an idea in mind but this one I had no idea I really I really didn't have any idea um yeah so I really wanted Kokichi to be alive to the surprise of absolutely no one. Um, (laughs) I really wanted him to be alive. So I think I was wishing for that um, throughout, you know, this case and trying to figure it out. I will say, though, I did stream this case as well to our Discord. And one of our patrons, Aaron, brought up a really good point, which is that the person in the exosol which we later learn is kaito makes a lot of references to older things especially at the beginning of the case he says like the singing part where he says i'm gonna live till i die i'm gonna laugh instead of cry that's a frank sinatra song i think i could be wrong but i kind of remember him talking about like cracker jacks like Mm -hmm. and aaron brought up that kaito was raised by his grandparents and so all of these old references were really a nod potentially to his upbringing like why would kokichi say those things and i thought that, that was super so cool i asked, I asked him if i could share what? that because i was like that's what yeah wow yeah especially because like kaito does say at the end that he ad-libs a little bit you know because obviously you know even though kokichi wrote a whole book he couldn't have predicted every word that was going to be said right like, which oh my god that is so hilarious to me that he's like here's a script kaito that's like something i would do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, this is so, it was so funny. Oh my God, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Kokichi he did, he did definitely, I, yeah, Caroline, to your point, Kokichi is absolutely the kind of person who, like, he absolutely would have been a theater kid in high school and would have, like, definitely made, like, wrote an entire script and, like, made a movie with his friends and, like, cast it. And yeah. Hmm, that sounds quite familiar. It does. It's a little familiar. I did the same thing little. in eighth grade. I wrote, directed, and starred in a film that Marin and Maddie were also in. If you rearrange the letters in Caroline, it actually spells Kokichi. It's oh, my crazy. Wait, oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! Wow! Whoa! <laughs> He's here. It's me. I knew he didn't I'm Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 
That's so terrible. That's that's his nickname. Have you seen those memes that are like like um like a short name for like Elizabeth could be like Abe, you know what I mean? Like Abe, Abe and a, one for Kokichi could be Coke. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have a note about the poison. The poison for Cusco. Poison. Cusco's poison. The poison made for Cusco. So it is the poison here is called Strike Nine poison, which is not the first time we've seen this po- isn't that the name of the poison in game two? Or am I losing my mind? There's I another- don't know, but I'll look into it while you talk. Yeah, maybe yeah, because I was like, this sounds familiar. Um, but it's obviously a play on it's a play on words for strychnine, uh, which is a real poison. And um, strychnine is I did a little re- research. Um, hopefully that doesn't put me on like a watch list or something that I was like researching <laughs> poison. Where but do I find poison? <laughs> it is sometimes used in pesticides, rat poison. Um, it only takes a little to, to kill a person, but. Um, in very, 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 very small amounts, like a milligram or less, like very small amounts that are not deadly. It's a stimulant. Oh. Um, and there are at least two Olympic athletes in history who have actually doped using oh, strychnine. strychnine. Interesting. Like trace like Ooh. amounts of strychnine. Um, one of them was Thomas Hicks from the U.S. in the 1904 marathon race. <laughs> That's um, so long ago. And then Wu Dan of China um, in the 1992 volleyball competition. At least so there are at least two like recorded people who have. I like how they're almost 100 years apart. Yeah. Yeah. There might be more in between them, but like it's obviously not very common, but it is like a stimulant in very small doses. And so, yeah. That's wild. And not crazy. That is kind of crazy. Do not recommend. Please do not. Um, don't try that do not do Um, that (laughs) please no no um Um, yeah yeah. that's interesting volleyball i just get inspired by uh haikyuu so so true bestie (laughs) maddie to answer your question from earlier it is not the same poison okay yes okay it is different i don't know what the other one is but i know that strike nine does not appear in danganronpa 2 okay gotcha yeah interesting but yeah, it is um, Maki. Oh my god, this whole thing with Maki like shooting Kokichi and then Kaito defending him is so just like a testament to his character. It's one, yeah. twofold. He doesn't want Kokichi to die. I think that's part of it too. But I think all, another part of it is that he obviously doesn't want Maki to be a black end, you know, and that would then, you know, implicate her as the black end. Um, but I also love how Shuichi is like, the parent looking in the liquor cabinet at his poisons like this one has a little bit less than the others do and maki probably like dipped the, the arrow in you know like it's i just had to crack up at that like he's got like the little mark on all right. of his poisons like oh <laughs> someone's like, taking someone's some out of been this in the strike nine <laughs> classic yeah that's incredible but all the evidence shows that Kaito is dead. It really is very like 
you know, and it makes yep. me wonder if Shuichi hadn't been so smart and figured it out, like what would Monokuma have done? Like he probably just would have executed them all. Yeah, that well, I that's, do want to talk about. I, yeah. yeah, that's a point I had too because I mean, not only do I feel like it is very tragically ironic slash ironically tragic that really the only reason Kaito and Kokichi's plan, unless of course Monokuma was going to do something else, the only reason Kaito and Kokichi's plan failed is because shuichi was too good of a detective right. and figured it out um if they had succeeded and you know they had voted for kokichi and then monokuma had said ding 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 that's correct and then kaito stepped out of the exosol in theory they could have that could have been the moment where they usurped monokuma unless you guys think that monokuma would have just done something else thoughts i don't think shuichi solving the case is what ruined it. I think that Kaito getting out of the Exosol early is what ruined it, which is why I said I had thoughts in our last episode about why Kaito frustrates me, um, is Shuichi came up with this wonderful idea of what happened, but there was zero proof, nothing, no proof that any of that happened. And Kaito, as Kokichi, actually brings that up. He's like, that, like that's a really fun idea, but there's no proof. If they had voted, then Monokuma would have had to say if they were right or wrong and wouldn't have had an answer. He still wouldn't have known if they were right or wrong. And especially with Shuichi kind of still working to confuse them at the end, you commit perjury by saying like, ah, it's this person. Um, Kaito getting out is what really made it so that Monokuma had his answer. So I don't agree with you because Monokuma has a line before Kaito gets out of the Exos Hall where he says, Shuichi, if you are leading me astray, like I am going, you're not all extras. Like he quotes Himiko back when she's like, oh, like I just want to be an extra. Um, and you're not all extras. I like will kill you if you are not being honest with me, essentially. And that's what he says. And I think because that was even on the line, Kaito is sort of like, I'm already dying and I would rather like, like not have my friends die. So I kind of interpreted it more as like Kaito seeing that Monokuma was threatening to murder his friends. I'm not saying I don't necessarily understand why Kaito did it. However, let's say it plays out the way that I'm thinking where, you know, Kaito doesn't get out early, Monokuma doesn't know the answer, he's proven as incompetent, and then the people who are watching this game aren't probably going to be huge fans of Monokuma breaking his own rules to kill the entire group just because he's frustrated that he didn't get it right. Like, him threatening Shuichi and saying, like, you're not extras, I will kill you, is... I'm not saying it's an empty threat because yes, he definitely could do that. But then it's kind of like, where do you go from there? Someone's watching this. And if they are as sticklers of the rules as Junko was in games one and two, then they've just lost their audience. And so, yes, it's a full threat and they could have all died. But that's what Kaito and Kokichi agreed to when they set out to do this and so it really just like i felt like it took away from the agreement that the two of them made together as understandable as it is it's just like almost like a in a weird way like a disrespectful thing to do to kokichi who can't come back now 
I hear you on why it's like, you know, Kaito almost kind of betraying the 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 plan that the two of them came up with because he does he like diverts from the original plan and maybe it you know if he had continued it would have had a chance of succeeding with you know Monokuma being stumped or whatever but I really don't blame Kaito for doing what he did in that situation because I think at that point um even though Monokuma doesn't know for sure and there's not proof it's like it's a 50 50 it's basically like a coin toss between it's either Kaito or it's Kokichi and if Monokuma guesses one and he says he thinks to himself like okay I'm gonna decide like this is the one I'm gonna grant them as the correct answer or whatever they still could have all gotten it wrong and gotten executed and there would have been a 50 50 percent chance of that um and I think Kaito given that he was already minutes away from death's door felt it would not be a tremendous loss for him to be executed and he just did not want to take the chance like a 50 50 coin toss chance of having like Shuichi and Maki and everyone else get executed and have him be left to live and then immediately die after you know what I mean like I don't know I I, right. I do agree that Kaito diverts from the plan but I I I can't blame him at all for doing that just being like I don't want to take the chance here right and it is literally in the rules that if they vote for the wrong person they will get executed and Monokuma would follow those rules technically if they all voted for Kokichi and it ended up not being Kokichi, then he would be like, well, the rules state that you all voted for the wrong person. It didn't matter if I didn't know who it was. Like eventually someone would pry open that exosol and figure out who the hell was in there. You know what I mean? Like, so that's part of it too, is there's literally a rule that if they vote for the wrong person, they will get executed. And that rule is still in place. You know what that's I mean? The majority. Right. The majority I- votes for the wrong person. There's just, yeah, but anywho, that all that to say that if Shuichi had succeeded in perjury and convinced Monokuma that it was Kokichi, and then everyone voted for Kokichi, and then it didn't end up being Kokichi, Monokuma would still have grounds to execute all of them. You know what I mean? Like, way that the end of the, like, trial progresses is, like, you vote... And then you have that wheel and it says, ding, 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 like you got it right. So he has to say whether they got it right or wrong before the person is revealed mm. from that exosol. It is more what I'm, you know, like thinking yeah. of. Yeah. But yeah. maybe it's good that they, that Kaito came out because he ended up having the mana cubs all the time. So maybe before they even, like after they voted before he did that, they could have like attacked. You know what I mean? So there's so, True. there's so many ways that this could have gone awry that again, I agree with you, Marin. I do agree that he went against the original plan, but I also think that I understand, like, obviously he's going to die anyway, so why... It's like his life against five other lives, and I, you know, I would do the same that he did, I think, you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. And I, again, am not saying that it's not understandable. Of course, it's understandable. Like, these are his friends. And Kokichi, like, it's almost like that one Hamilton line where it's like, why are you holding true to a promise to a dead man? Like, he's gone. So, like, if you have a choice between the two, like, of course, of course I get it. Um, I'm also upset with Shuichi because this chapter, he cannot get off of his high horse of having to be right. He literally, oh my gosh, he, like can't stand he figures out that it's gonna be like to try and like keep the mystery from monokuma and then 
he's like, but no, we can still find the answer. Like, shut up. Like, literally sit down. Like, oh my gosh. And then he pushes it to a point where they're all convinced. And then he's like, right. okay, now I'm going to let you have your moment, Kaito. Now I'm going to start lying because I, I was able to prove the truth. Now I can like start to lie. Oh my gosh. Oh, I just, yeah, was very frustrated with Shuichi acting like he was doing Kaito a favor when he just ruined the entire plan two that they had come up with like oh yeah that's my soapbox i hear what you're saying i do and Shu- I, I you know i can't really defend shuichi the only thing i could really think of with that is the whole thing is just he may not have come to that conclusion yet but and then by the time you realize the whole picture it was too late you know what i that's mean that's what i think yeah, yeah i think he just it like you know, he was so focused on the details and like deductions of figuring how, like getting to the truth. How did everything happen that he wasn't looking at the big picture? Of, okay, why did this happen? Right. You know what I mean? Like, because it, it very much is like a detective's job to deduce the how. And like we saw in chapter four, the why is sometimes secondary because like we don't always know the motive for why someone did what they did. But if we can prove that they did it, then, you know true and like maddie you brought up like our protagonist throughout is like oh my gosh i can't believe kaito died like he's like having trouble accepting it so there is a chance that he didn't realize it until it was too late um i guess i just kind of feel like chapter three and chapter four were almost lessons for him in when going for the truth can feel like it's going too far mm-hmm. and i feel like this was the case like he didn't learn his lesson. well that's not fair there was a lesson to be learned in chapter three and four that he might not have learned. And this is the reper- repercussions of that in chapter five, if that makes sense. I think he does acknowledge it a little bit, though, when they're at the phase of the trial, when they think Maki is the one who did it. When Shuichi starts saying, like, you know, just because we found the truth, just because, you know, even if Maki is the black and doesn't mean that, you know, we have to vote for her or like we have a decision to make now, like the truth is like that truth isn't everything like i do think he acknowledges that a little bit that's true that's true in a way that he hasn't before but yeah right Mm. i something i thought of with this case too is it would be very hard to top this thematically within like the confines of the danganronpa game itself it's like we have done everything at this point you know what i mean like this one was just like after this i was like trying to literally create an, a murder that was unsolvable to monokuma that's like the t- creme de la creme kokichi has achieved of like of, of like excellence in thematic importance you know what i mean of the danganronpa game and it, it was just like i was like yeah i like I, I was like i don't even know what what we're gonna do after this you know what i mean i'm just like <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what's gonna come, you know. Um, so true. Yeah, I loved how the exes all jumped back and forth between Kaito and Kikichi's spots, depending on who was talking. Um, and I like that he—I I don't know—I I like that he goes to Kaito's spot first. You know, he's Kaito first, and then he's like, "Haha, J.K. I'm Kokichi," but like, really, he actually is Kaito, so that's what he like kind of defaults to. I don't know. I just thought maybe that was why. But um, I also love how Kokichi's voice acting is like even more over the top, like almost like like 
it's like acting within acting it's like right. kaito is exaggerating kokichi's personality i just i geeked out at that i thought it was like like a, a caricature simple. of kokichi right right yeah um, that's why oh go ahead acting is not easy but it is even harder to act that you are acting and like act as if you are another character acting out your previous character that you were playing you know what i mean like it's like meta meta acting that's why when when cartoons have to be recast and especially iconic cartoons so like the most famous actually i won't even bring that into the conversation that's not even worth talking about but anyway there there is a very famous situation where two major characters of a cartoon are having to have their voices recast and that's why it is so hard to recast those roles because oftentimes people can do a good impression but it's like to really understand the heart and soul of the character and to really like make it not sound like a caricature of someone doing the character of like Bart Simpson, for example, obviously that's not, you know, Nancy Cartwright's been playing him for years and years, but yeah. But anyway, that's why it is so hard to recast those sorts of roles. And they really have to find like the perfect, perfect person for that. Cause it's just like impossible. Um, One last thing that I just felt the need to point out was that um, before, you know, before we get back into the deeper themes, they very, frequently they keep bringing up the four exosols surrounding monokuma and they're at the point where they're like walking in a circle around monokuma in the hangar but when you look at the animation there are three there are very clearly three exosols walking like they just didn't animate the fourth one but everyone is always like yeah yeah there's four there's four right there they're gaslighting us I genuinely I'm like this is just like gaslighting time they're just like we actually couldn't animate four so we're just gonna tell you it's three and hopefully people just go with it like (laughs) so weird so true because then in the investigation there's the green one that's open and the red one which Kaito is sitting in watching them investigate right the entire (laughs) time Mm -hmm. um so there's two in the shed I'm gonna just call it a shed and not a garage or whatever <laughs> in the hangar um hangar there we go um and four outside <laughs> Quick yeah map. right right huh that's a little mm. plot hole yeah Y'all. it is <laughs> interesting um something I that stood out to me in the last like part of this trial when Kaito was sort of recounting his interactions with Kokichi is how Kokichi didn't want to play a game he was forced to play. Like how like how how like iconic is that? You know what I mean? Just like he he's like of course I'm not the mastermind. I'm not going to play within the rules of this like game that has been created for me. Like obviously. You know, it is just like so yeah, so well done. Yeah, and it's just like there's so much we still don't know, and probably we'll never know about Kichi, uh, about <laughs> Kokichi's like okay. motivations and whatnot. Um, I mean, they say it at, toward the end of the chapter that uh, Shuichi says the truth is in the eye of the beholder, and um, yep. you know, like a lie is what you make of it, like that that kind of thing. And so, I don't know. I don't know if a little Kokichi, you know, was doing this and like sacrificing himself out of altruism to try and save everyone else because he just wanted the killing game to end or if it was you know like maybe he does have a little evil streak or if it was he was really just hell-bent on beating the mastermind and he didn't care who had to be gotten in or out of his way or if he had to die for it that was just his sole goal like it's it's hard to say but he's a little mystery man 
right we don't know what's true about mm-hmm. him there's there's no way to know it, it's like impossible mm-hmm. yeah he um, tried it he's he tried a silly to... silly little guy silly little guy he yeah. tried to create a case that represented his personality perfectly literally mm-hmm. like unidentifiable in any mm-hmm. capacity <laughs> yeah like yeah no one can really figure him out um i also mm-hmm. think that a lot more about chapter four makes sense now given that a lot of Kofuchi's right. like equipment like the remote that controls exosols and the electro hammers a lot of that was made by mew um because he used that remote to then trick everyone into thinking he was the mastermind because look i can control the exosols blah 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 if mew was still alive in this chapter she could have given mm-hmm. him away mm-hmm. so i think that makes chapter four make a lot of sense right right more no, sense absolutely. than it did before <laughs> that actually makes me think a lot more about mew because did she make those because kokichi asked for them like what he says or did she make them because she had a grander scheme in mind right question i don't know that's a great question yeah i don't think we'll ever really know yeah what did you all think of um this very this callback execution it's a very oh yeah very much a callback to the first game in a lot of ways it was yeah I mean, in some ways, it's kind of lovely that he gets to go to space, you know? Like, I think of all of the executions we see, it's not... I don't want to say it's not the worst. That's such a strange thing to describe. No, but I know what you mean. It's not like someone being boiled alive. Right. Yeah, that's (laughs) a good way to put it. He he goes up to space. Right on the nose. He goes up to space and then he succumbs to his illness in the stars. Right, in the stars. And, <laughs> and, that, looks, and it's not by Monokuma's hand. Yeah, and he looks so peaceful yeah. at the end. Like, I know when he's looking there. at all the stars. I'm so sad. Oh, God, I'm going to sob. Um, I don't know. I might be the odd one out on this one, but I didn't think it was, like, that much of a victory, really, that, like, he died of his illness instead of by Monokuma's hand because like he, either way he died you know what I mean like but right. I'm glad that I'm glad that he got to see the stars well yeah I don't know I think there is some victory there but it's like I don't know I it, it, I guess it's sort of the thing that it's this hope that Monokuma is not all powerful there are things more powerful than him nature slash like his viruses. illness right was like more powerful <laughs> right. than COVID. him so I don't know COVID COVID-19 just more powerful than Monokuma no absolutely not actually not possible at all but yeah so um and the other thing that happens during the execution is Kibo's Ahoge falls off ow yep. and I had the yep. question of like I'm just curious what his hair is made of like in because I've you know this whole time been like it's just wig hair right it's like wig hair but now I'm like is it is it plastic is it metal is um I think his hair is made of pipe cleaners to answer your question oh that is brilliant <laughs> yes i want to see a cosplayer make a kibo wig out of pipe cleaners yeah that would be super cool mm-hmm. but then but he's kind of like he 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 says that he's lost his his consciousness his inner conscience for yeah. you know like it, it, it is his guiding his inner you voice know, his inner voice like the you know we all have that like guiding voice like in our own mind and it's it's kind of he's he seems sort of freaked out by it but then he's like decides to go and like we don't quite know what he's doing, but it looks like he's like rampaging around the school, bombing stuff. So I'm kind of curious what's going to happen to him. Like without a conscience, is he going to fall to smithereens? Like, w- like what's going to happen to his character? I- I'm left with that sort of scared kind of 
sadness i guess for him because he's such a pure little boy yeah yeah he's like a transformer though then he gets like he like powers up right he's like flying kibo yeah that's what he says <laughs> you could almost see it as like a psychology thing which i wonder if this would make an interesting patreon episode maddie but um <laughs> like the id ego super ego mm-hmm. like he has almost lost his super ego and now has reverted back to very reactive measures mm-hmm. um i don't know just kind of interesting looking mm-hmm. at it that way yeah so we don't know the full truth of the killing game yet but at the end of this trial monokuma implies a little bit that the whole thing about them being the last humans left alive might not be true because he says finding more people to participate in this killing game is a lot easier than you think so i know it is i i know it's like and and up to this point we've had all these flashback lights and i'm starting to question like are the flashback lights of kokichi's like making because it sort of aligns with like his story or like i'm just so confused i'm confused now i don't quite understand what's going on yeah no i don't either at this point i was like i've been told a million contradictory things and yeah Mm. Um, i kind of see it though because really any 16 people could be in a killing game like i mm -hmm. think the fact that it's been hope's peak academy kids is a happenstance but every person is interesting and unique in their own way and so really you could take 16 people and make a new one so i don't know yeah it's only 16 people that this would ever work for to be clear (laughs) out of 17 that's not gonna happen Um, very important to bring up (laughs) um yeah also it was interesting to me that right before his death kaito's blood that he's coughing up is not pink it's purple interesting i saw it as more of like a fuchsia myself okay well (laughs) i'm just joking i'm just joking sorry um but that was interesting i think that's the first time we've seen purple blood on danganronpa (laughs) yeah don't know what that means but i noticed it it really as a maroon that was That's good. one for this episode. One for, Thank you. Right, we only got one Taylor Swift in this one. We gotta make it more. What am I doing? Oh, you silly goose. <laughs> and then Junko? Question mark. I know. Oh my god, I was like, oh, ah! I and know. A weird, honestly. a weird like giant Monokuma head with weird wire inside of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like the haunted mansion head, you know? In yeah, the haunted mansion. It's very <laughs> that vibe. All right, we're going to take a quick break. But before we go, are you enjoying this uh, this interesting, entertaining discussion about one of the coolest chapters in Danganronpa? Do you want to discuss it with us? Thank you, Maddie. Yeah, (laughs) Um, then you can do so on the Discord. Um, Yeah, please come share your opinions with us there. Lowest tier is just $2 a month. But for $5 a month, you can chat with us, the Ultra Hope Girls, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, Other quick ways to support us, a five-star review on Apple Podcast always helps. It helps us to spread it to people who have not yet seen uh, our podcast. And by seen, I mean heard. And by spread, I mean just like the virus in V3. Um, so true, bestie. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is layered, this mid-roll. This, it's good, it's good. Um, we are going to be right back, though, uh, after this quick break. Mm-hmm. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to Ultra Hope Girls ASMR. We're going to be talking about... We're going to be doing hydraulic press ASMR today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so sad because your mic is cutting out, but it's so funny that you're doing that. <laughs> Marin, for, for our audience, Marin was making um, hydraulic press noises. <laughs> 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 that was the grape squish sound oh good thank you <laughs> and then afterwards Caroline, can... it's like sorry that was good thank you can you can you give us a little knee hee hee in asmr please <laughs> that's the stuff thank you <laughs> thank you i'm good at my art um, um <laughs> hi everyone okay, so nothing oh, is hey. real everything is fake everything is fake and <laughs> everything is not real <laughs> And are we like at a consensus that Kokichi knows this is a TV show, or is it just like he oh, is he, deducing he that someone's watching this? Absolutely, freaking knows that this is a TV show. I think he knows because there's the deduction about like he oh knows. people like this I game think would be pointless if no one's watching. <laughs> like, so he knows there's an audience, but that also could have been something he deduced. But he also calls everyone else in the game extras. And he says that the true mastermind instigated everyone's actions, Maki in particular. So I think he knows that this is like a scripted show. Right, scripted show. Yeah. And the fact that he hands Kaito a script, it just feels a little, (laughs) like, pointed. It is quite quite obvious, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I did wonder, is Kaito really sick? Or is this, like did they make him sick like did they like give him like slowly feed him like coolant over multiple you know or something like that like you know to yeah i think they made him sick. i can't remember i'll have to replay chapter six i think they acknowledged that at some point in chapter six i think they yeah like they did make him sick okay i agree with that and there's literally a song that plays in this chapter called real slash fiction I caught yeah. it. I was like, yeah. I was like, guys, like you. I was like, they're really not trying very hard to hide this anymore. It's very mm-hmm. like, um, you know, since our last uh, filming session, uh, Marin recommended Jury Duty, and since then, I have watched all of Jury Duty. <laughs> I want to watch it so bad. Dude, it is highly recommend. Cannot recommend enough. Doing. But I can't help but think of Jury Duty when I think of this because it's sort of like very meta. It's very much like, you know, everyone else knows this is happening, but you're watching this one guy watch all this crazy stuff happen. And and this is at the point in where I would be in Jury Duty, where I would be like, man, they should make a movie out of this or something. That's like literally what that guy <laughs> says, because it's like, this is so crazy, man. And uh, oh, it's so good. Also, Monokuma says, only esteemed works of fiction have themes as magnificent as this. Um, I did pick up on that. Um, Also, in the passcode to the hangar, um, slash shed, whichever you want to call it, um, there is 11037. 
Um, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I wrote it down the passcode because I was like, I'm going to try and input this later. But then it got cut <laughs> off. So Right. Yeah. Makes sense. You know. Yeah. I also considered pulling a Marin and really going in depth on those numbers. Um, I held off this time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> heard. But next time you won't escape so easily, audience. At that point in the game when he's when he's like, I'm only going to say it once, so you better write it down and then like list off all the numbers. Why doesn't Kibo use his recording function? Kibo's like, wait, can you say it again? I missed it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like, dude, what the hell? literally have a recording function. <laughs> he oh. is such a little guy. Yes. He yeah. He's just a little guy. Just a little guy. I can't even be mad. You know, I just he's such a little guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. We there's just a lot like death games are meant to be watched, which is so true. And and it, the first time, actually, I was gonna say the first time I played this, I thought it was a reference to game one, but it's also like I had a little bit more of like a cohesive guess as to what was going on, more so than like game one being broadcast for other people's despair, sort of thing. Um. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that is a blatant spoiler is finding other people to participate in this thing would be easy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, literally like, yeah, I can go outside right now and grab 16 more people. Like, is this a TV show or something? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. I feel like the second yeah. half of all of these episodes are always just like us being like, "Wait, is this a TV show or something?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um mm. in terms of like Kokichi's motivations though, I I I think it makes more sense given the context of him knowing it's a show because I really like if he is if the whole evil villain is really just an act and he's not he's not the mastermind he's not actually like an evil guy who just likes to see people suffer he's like a prankster and he wants to have his way whatever it doesn't make sense for someone like that to commit more murder and death um when he knows that like these are the last few people left alive you know what I mean like that just doesn't quite add up to me and i feel like in the context of a tv show it makes so much more sense because if he's like oh i'm on a i'm on a tv show wow i really got to go out with a bang here like and he you know is like cuz one of his some of his last words are with kaito are like at least i wasn't boring right right cuz he entertained yeah like he just wants yeah. to go with it and like really get like a a reaction from people and also if he can usurp the the creator of the show in the process and win he but he didn't really go out with a bang he went out with more of like a you know (laughs) well said thank you i could i I was gonna say i couldn't have said it better myself but i did i said it you did Uh, yeah i have no more notes it's really just like that (laughs) is it that's all for me I have three. Okay, I have there, one quick. more note. Okay, I'll go ahead. That way we can. Yeah. Um. One is, and I don't really know how true this is, but we have the "This world is mine" Kokichi Oma little thing. Part of me wondered if we never get confirmation that he was the one writing it. Right. He never admits to that. I almost wondered if it was Samugi writing a note to him over time that that it was a comma instead of. Like, this oh. world is mine, Kokichi Oma. Not like, 
Oh you know, my I mean, god. Oh I don't gosh. know because it's so pointed. It looks like a dash, not a comma. But if it is, if it's like, hey, back off, this world is mine. Like wow. that would be so interesting. I hadn't even thought uh, of that. Oh right, because he does not ever admit to writing that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think he did. The second one I have is there's a quote after the flashback light that says the fight raged on, but it came to a sudden end. And right then it was from then on that we remembered. It was the beginning of our truth. So they don't remember Trigger Happy Havoc, SDR2 as like, I don't know to what extent they don't remember it. But the beginning of their truth is after, which could lend to the theory that they exist in two different universes um, or that, you know, these 53 games were inspired by the original two. I do think it could nod to that, but it could also be something where like, I wasn't um i wasn't at the first taylor swift era's concert so i don't remember that however i did go to one and right. so my memory of it starts you know i think it could be either way um yeah, that's yeah a good just point. A fun, i didn't think about that yeah yeah um my last note is just it's interesting to me about samugi um and how you know we're all this whole time we've seen her as like oh she's like plain jane and she's always like i'm so plain blah 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 um and she also seems to be like a fairly passive person right like she's not like a kokichi where she's going out and like planning stuff and i mean she is but like her the character she's playing and the the samugi we see is not like that and it's just interesting to me i know that like she doesn't need to be because she's controlling everything from behind the scenes she scripted the whole thing from the start but it is interesting to me that whenever the group is like debating on whether they should do something like deciding what to do she's usually the very last one to jump on the bandwagon so like yeah when, when kaito's trying to get everyone to agree to fight monokuma and then like later on when they're debating whether they should try the underground tunnel again Sumugi is always the last person in the group to be like, okay, sure, like I'll go along with it if it's what everyone else wants. And it's interesting to me because it raises the question in my mind of whether she did allow any room for like alternate endings, depending on what the group decided to do. Like maybe yeah. they did have some free will of like it could have gone this way and she's just going along with it. Or is it really just that? She doesn't need to convince them of anything. She's going along with it because she already knows exactly what they're going to do. I don't know. Yeah, that's a really good question. And that gets into territory that I think we'll cover a little more after chapter six. But like, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this in the past, like how much of this is like per, um, planned, how much of of their pro per, their personalities are programmed to predict what will actually happen in the show and how much yeah. of it is real life you know like predestination life within, right right that's a better way of saying it yeah yeah so and i think it all depends on that right if whether yeah. or not that's the case yeah one more note um and that is that if this is a noah's ark themed episode uh we talked about how Caroline mentioned that in Noah's Ark, God promises to never do this again, um, like wipe people out in this way. Um, this and you season. also talked about, yeah, 
So you also talked, Caroline, about how this is the peak of the thematic experience of Danganronpa. We have challenged Monokuma and like, where can we go from here? I honestly think that that is telling us that this is it. Right. Like, yeah. There is nowhere to go from here within the confines of this game. Yeah. 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 Mm. 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 is pretty good, guys. It's pretty good. And that ends our hydraulic press ASMR. Tune in next time for more grape squishing. For this Bedwood Behead, we are going to be doing all of the game's chapter five victims, quote unquote, victims. So we are going to be choosing between Mukuro, Nagito, and Kukichi. I already have my answers again. <laughs> go, Marin, go. I did this in part one, and I'm coming back for part two. I would wed Nagito. I would bed Kokichi, and I would behead Mukuro. I personally would wed Nagito. Y'all know he's my boy. He's my chaos boy. He's my antagonist. <laughs> um, I would bed Mukuro and behead Kokichi. Again, with the not able to see myself with Kokichi in any capacity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would, I think I would behead Kokichi. I would bed Nagito and wed Mukuro, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I I just, I don't know if I could wed Nagito or Kokichi. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like yeah. the last person. And then, yeah, the rest, that would definitely be an interesting time with Nagito. <laughs> <laughs> We're all honest, we would bed all three. So true, <laughs> we would be friend we would be friend all three actually i don't yeah. even know how to do that i'm being honest nope definitely not all right everybody thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the ultra hope girls we are going to be covering chapter six very soon so if you want to hear our thoughts on the last chapter of the danganronpa series holy cow i can't actually believe that i'm announcing this right now that is so crazy um then definitely make sure you are subscribed to us on spotify and on apple and follow us on twitter on instagram on facebook we're ultra hope girls podcast pretty much everywhere and we also have a Patreon. The lowest tier is just $2 a month, and you get access to a bunch of cool bonus episodes, including a lot of fun ones, just so many fun ones. It's go bananas at this point. There is something for everyone on there. Yeah, and thanks for being here, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.